Welcome to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast, where we interview busy modern moms and quiz them about all of their tips, tools, and strategies for balancing life, business, and motherhood. Today, we're excited to bring you Karen Roof, who is a women's wellness warrior, that is a mouthful, say that three times fast, (laughs) who champions realistic approaches to fitting in fitness. Karen runs marathons and ultra marathons, oh good grief, (laughs) teaches creative (laughs) problem solving to elementary school kids and coaches women worldwide via balanced personal fitness training, self-directed courses, and virtual boot camps. She's always striving to encourage other well-balanced women, and she's also known to share some tips and tricks for living a wellness lifestyle with three busy kids, and she does this on her blog, Running on Balance. Her Instagram account illustrates that someone doesn't have to have it all together to keep moving forward in good health. So you are the embodiment of the lose the cape mentality, (laughs) which is great. Thank you so much for joining Aubrey and I today. Thanks for having me. Good morning. So have you always been a runner or is this something that you uh, kind of fell in love with later in life or tell us how, how you came to this point? Uh, I was born into it. It's not my fault. Um, <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, yeah, I was born into a family where my dad was a uh, collegiate runner and continued running into his adulthood. So I picked it up and ran um, really from the time I was five or six, have been running in races of all different lengths. And um, now that I'm a crazy busy adult, I just really so much appreciate that I've never really thought about it as something extra that it really is just part of my life it is it's what keeps me moving and it was really smart that you were able to integrate that into your into your business into your life into your career yeah well you know I came to the business through the back door I have a background in um, I was a college professor teaching art and architectural history which is (laughs) So completely different. And I love that (laughs) too. But, you know, like a lot of women, I uh, had kids that um, really like publish or perish mentality just didn't jive with how I wanted to raise my kids. And so I... um, I had been sort of on the side coaching friends who'd say, Hey, I want to run a 5k or, Oh gosh, I had a baby and I just don't feel like myself anymore. And so I just sort of share, you know, I'm a research nerd at heart. So I'd share what I had learned for myself with my friends. And finally I had enough friends who said, you're like already doing this. So why don't, you know, you get paid for it. And I thought, Oh Yeah. That is a great idea. (laughs) Genius. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it is, it's all still teaching and I'm a teacher at heart. So Mm -hmm. it's really just changing what the subject matter is. And, you know, I find that as long as you know your subject matter and you can communicate with other people, then that's what makes them successful at whatever it is that you're teaching. So do you kind of help, like if you were going to teach, I mean, obviously I know how to run. I don't enjoy running though. Um, but I know I need to run and I do feel better after I get past that point of feeling like what death would possibly feel like. Yes. <laughs> um, and and we just like, yes, wishing. <laughs> yes. Um, do you just, would you help me just get out of that mindset and push through? Because if I start hurting when I'm running, I, I quit. I mean, well, I'm like, mm-hmm. probably my advice to you would be don't run. 
Go find, <laughs> yeah, seriously. seriously. Okay. Don't run. Go find something else that you enjoy, right? There's a whole huge, exciting world out there, and there has to be some way how you move your body that feels good to you. And yeah, that's what you should be doing. I so, am so glad this is recording because <laughs> yeah. sometimes when I don't feel good, my husband will be like, you just need to go run it out. No. Sweat it out. You know what? That works great for some people. And obviously I am one of those people, but this, uh -huh. is, this is a huge myth that we have around fitness in general. It's that, like, you've got to go out and kill yourself. And if you're not struggling, then it's not mm -hmm. worth it. And that's just so ridiculous, right? <laughs> If, why don't we do things that we enjoy? If you do something you enjoy, then you're going to prioritize it. So you make time for it and then you're going to do it consistently. And then mm -hmm. suddenly we don't have to worry about how are we going to work out because right. we're already active. You are the smartest person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You know, it, it's so true though, um, because, well, okay. I had, um, I, I do really enjoy to work out. It, I enjoy the feeling of not so much starting out, but once I'm done, that feeling yeah. of accomplishment and that feeling that, wow, you know, I've done, I've done this and I feel great. But I had knee surgery and it really limited what I could do for quite a while. And then, so I didn't exercise for like eight months. Yeah. And I was drinking a lot of wine and I was gaining a lot of weight. And right? then it was like, oh, when I do exercise, it doesn't feel good mm -hmm. at all. So I decided I was going to try um, one of the dancing programs, mm -hmm. Country Heat, through, um, through Beachbody. Yeah. And my daughter and I loved doing that. And at first I was like, I am never going to get any good exercise from doing country line dancing. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Are you moving? Is your heart rate getting elevated? Yep. Are you using? your muscles in a way that you don't during your normal day. That's my really calf muscles would say yes. Right? Right? They're <laughs> screaming at you. Yes. And, and also you do so many hip moves and stuff. Like yeah. I, my, I would wake up the next day and I'm like, oh my gosh, my hips and my waist <gasps> hurt so bad. What did I do? And I'm like, oh, I know yeah. what I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I mean, I think that the whole fitness industry has done us a complete disservice by mm selling us this myth that you have to go to the gym for an hour or mm -hmm. it doesn't count. Right. And it's so completely ridiculous because first of all, who has an hour and who wants to add on driving to <laughs> it from the gym to do that? Like it requires just this ability to let go and a mind shift and say, you know what, if I add movement that my body enjoys in small little bits all throughout my day, then I no longer have to think about, did I get my workout in, yeah. you know? And for so many women, like that just becomes like such a point of self-loathing as well. Yeah. Like, Oh God, I didn't exercise again today. Yeah. And, and I mean like, God, get rid of that. Who, you know, who's got time for that? Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like a medicine ball. Like I like more of the weight training because I do work out yeah. and I do run on the treadmill. <laughs> um, but if it just comes out to going and getting on the road and running, I'm just like, well, you're from Texas, so you know yeah. in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like running on the surface of the sun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Ouch. It's, it's not fun. Um, yeah, so it really is that key of find what you enjoy, and that's different for everybody. And Alexa, I love your example of finding the dancing that you mm -hmm. like because we also have a really narrow definition of what exercise should be. And um, that's limiting to us in so yeah. many ways because your body doesn't care. Right. It just wants to be moved. 
Right. And so, and so whatever, whatever excites you to move is what matters. That's such great advice. Well, I actually have run a full marathon and mm-hmm. multiple half marathons and lots and lots of five and 10 Ks. And you know, it's funny, I'm, I'm really short and I have a really short stride and mm-hmm. I'm not a fast runner at all. Um, but I do enjoy running when mm-hmm. I, once I've gotten to the point where I can actually, that first mile always sucks. Yeah. The first mile uh-huh. is always really hard. Uh-huh. But after that point in time, when I start feeling strong and getting into it, I like it. Of course, I haven't run in, gosh, almost a year and a half because of the knee surgery and all of right. that stuff and because right. of all the extra weight gain. And now when I do try to run, it really does not feel good. So I'm trying to come to the point here, which is, <laughs> which is when I ran my marathon, I was 28 12 years ago and I had no children and it consumed mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. So how on earth do you, and, <laughs> and what is a super marathon and how do you train for it and, and have three kids and, a, and all the things that moms um, have to do? Because that the training is my me time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much beyond um, the physical benefits for me. It is, that's my therapy. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, um, listen to anything when I run. It is like just me and my breath and my thoughts. And I just love it. Um, so, but how do I find the time to do it? Um, there's a lot of like, uh, Google calendar Jenga that goes on, um, of moving those blocks of time around and to find things out. I also, um, because I like right now I'm in a, in a training cycle where I'm um, preparing for a 55 mile race. Oh, that oh high running, <laughs> running at one time at, at, one time, at one time. Yeah. So Holy there's a lot of walk. Smokes. First of all, first of all, there's a lot of walking involved. So get like, I'm not an Olympian. I'm not like, you know, sitting around waiting for somebody to give me a shoe contract. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just moving just, forward, right? Right. Relentless forward motion, um, and so there's a, there's a lot of walking that gets mixed in okay. to even my training as well as you know on the day of the event. So, um, but for finding the time, uh, first of all, I only run four days a week. So, only. <laughs> I only run four days a well, week. Well, I know, but you know, a, a lot of people come into, and I don't know what, you know, if you did a, a structured training um, program for your marathon, Alexa, but yeah, but a lot of those, you know, require you to run five, six, seven days a week. And I totally believe in rest time, mm-hmm. man, you have got to repair, you've got to give your body time to repair itself because you know, I'm 42. My, my joints aren't as happy now as they were. Um, I ran my very first marathon 19 years ago today, which kind of wow. blows my mind. Um, but I've never had an injury. And I really believe that part of that is because I really strongly value rest and recovery time. Mm-hmm. So um, I get up early. Um, that is never anything anybody wants to hear because nobody wants to wake up early. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I also credit my, my dad and starting me running, um, early in my life with, that was just the model that he set. You just got up early and you did it and you got done and it wasn't a big Mm -hmm. deal. And, um, I mean, I will admit I'm naturally a morning person and that helps tremendously. Um, but, um, there's also a lot of things like, okay, so, you know, my 10 year old kid has a soccer game and it's at, um, you know, 
8.30 in the morning, well, guess what? It's sort of field that's nine miles away. So guess who's not riding in the minivan with the rest of the family to the soccer game, but who's running to the field? Oh, girl. So, you know, trying to do things like that where I'm uh, minimizing the impact of taking time away and, you know, I try not to miss my, my kids' stuff. Um, but yeah, you get kind of creative and, and thinking of it really as it needs to be transportation, <laughs> which <laughs> seems sort of silly, but it's true. Um, and, you know, other things of um, there, there are days where I'll split runs and I'll run, you know, an hour in the morning and then an hour in the evening if I can't find um, a big chunk of time. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly, I really, really try to um, honor the training cycle. And that is that I will set myself up for um, a, a training cycle and then take a several month break where I really, really back off. And um, my husband likes to run half marathons, um, which still, as you know, requires a time commitment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there is, um, a little balance to the marital goodwill as well right. in terms of, you know, I'll have my time for a training cycle and then I'll back off and he'll have his time and just trying to really be, be mindful of that. And, yeah. um, you know, realizing though, and uh, my husband's perfectly clear that, um, I need to do this in order to, to do everything else that it is that I do. So kind of setting up boundaries and expectations as well exactly. is really important. That communication thing. It always comes back yeah. to communication. Right? How, how right? old are your kids? Right My now? kids are, I have an eighth grader who's 13 and a half. I have a fifth grader who's 10 and a half. And I have a little girl in kindergarten who just turned six. So I'm all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're uh, mostly independent, but still need mom a lot and still yeah. have to be driven everywhere still and still, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. So you're not yeah. quite out of the, out of the phase where you can just no. say, you know, today's my day to go train. No, <laughs> no. And, you know, and they're all in a bunch of their activities and yeah. they, they deserve to have a, you know, an excited parent there to watch them. Yeah. They have though quickly learned that I'm going to show up stinky and sweaty. And <laughs> that, you know, that like we just kind of have to lose whatever, you know, social phobia there is of always showing up, you know, looking great. Perfect. And yeah. That's just not, it, it can't work for me that way. So, um, you know, that's great. Well, I don't show up looking great and I didn't yeah. run there. I'm like baseball cap and a sweatshirt every eight o'clock morning basketball game. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're yeah. dressed and we're upright. There you yes. go. Yes. We're cheering our kids on. That's all that matters. Yeah. Eight o'clock yeah. basketball game. I might show up in my jammies yeah. <laughs> on a Saturday morning. It's oh, no. Yeah. 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 Why are they doing that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why? Oh. <laughs> All right. So do your kids enjoy running? Um, they do. Yeah. My, uh, my oldest, he just started his second season of track practice this week and, um, he's kind of a middle distance runner right now, running mostly like 800 up to the mile. Oh. And then, uh, my, my middle kid, he's the real speedster. He's the one who I think is going to have, oh, he's just very naturally athletic he like you know came out of the womb climbing up and down things and you know just really he just understands how his body moves in space very very naturally um and my daughter loves to run she'll well you know we 
there's a little track up at her school and she loves to run around that. But very surprisingly for being Texans, she's totally into ice skating, which oh. I'm <laughs> yeah, right? Like I never thought in a million years, like my kid's sport is going to be ice skating. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but you know, trying to find what, it, again, she loves it. So that's yeah. what we're doing. That's, that's yeah. yeah. I do. My daughters that. do not run. Sorry. But no, I was, <laughs> it was just, I have a 10 year old as well. And last year they have to run a mile. Yeah. Right. And, um, so this was at our play day and we have horses and my daughter had a little colt named whiskey. So she's running and she's about to give up and her best friend comes out and she was like, keep going, Emma, do it for whiskey. And I was just like, <laughs> the parents are looking at me like, is this how you bribe your kid? Right, right. Like, yeah, we we run, we will run for whiskey. So. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I had something like that happen in the summertime. I also teach um, swimming lessons, which is so much fun because, you know, you get to like see the confidence of kids explode as they learn new things. It's so cool. But um, I ran into one of the little kids in the grocery store, you know, a week or two after the swimming lessons. And the mom says, oh, do you remember Coach Karen? And he kind of looked at me. And he's like, oh, I didn't recognize you with your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming Oh, that's classic. I yeah. love kids. I know, right? <laughs> right? Just when you think you know where the conversation is going, you're like, whoa, oh, that did gosh. not come out right. That's great. <laughs> so um, can you walk us through some of the some of the tips and advice that you give to busy moms trying to lead a balanced life. Um, Cause obviously not everybody's going to be a runner. And right. I know for, uh, for me, when my kids were, were a lot smaller, like just the thought of trying to exercise was just, no, not even right. happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, like I said, it becomes for so many people, like something that they put on their to-do list because they think that they should, and then they don't do it. And then they feel awful about themselves. And so on and on and on down that awful spiral. So um, it really comes down to finding those minutes in the day where you notice you like pick up your phone and you're just like mindlessly scrolling Facebook or whatever, right? Not oh, that, crap. That, that means I have a lot of time to exercise. <laughs> right? So it's like those two or three minutes at a time. Like, stand up. Do you have stairs in your house? Uh -huh. I'm just going to walk up and down my stairs three times. I am going to, you know, I'm sitting waiting for soccer practice to let out because that coach said that we were going to be done at 845 and we're not done yet. And I'm still sitting here and I'm going crazy and I'm getting annoyed that getting annoyed. That's another really good cue mm -hmm. to get up and move. Right. Mm -hmm. So you get out of your car and you just step up and down the curb. Um, I mean, this doesn't have to be like a lot of people think like you have to do these like, you know, big exercises, you know, turn on the radio and dance, you know, we do that a lot. Right, you do that a lot. So you're sitting in the kitchen and you're waiting for the pot of water to boil so you can make the macaroni and cheese. And oh my God, how long is this seven and a half minutes going to take? Um, right. Cause people are screaming at you cause they want to be fed, put your hands on the counter walk your feet back, come into a plank position. Can you hold it there until the water comes to a boil? No. You know, fine. <laughs> and so what? And so what? No, so you I try. Cannot. As long as you're there and you're breathing, give that a shot. Um, you know, you can do push-ups up against the countertop. Mm -hmm. 
if you're the one that I like for, uh, that I used to use when my kids were really little and you know how much time you spend in the bathroom sitting next to the bathtub, yeah. you can't be there because you're going to be the one whose kid drowns in the two inches of water. <laughs> and so you're sitting right there. So, you know, I would always make up a really short, like body weight circuit. So I would do like 10 squats and then 10 lunges and then 10 push-ups on the countertop and then 10 jumping jacks and just do that over and over. And honestly, that was something that my kids thought was hilarious. And then <laughs> they would count for me, right? Oh, they, would, awesome. they would, you know, I'd have my two little boys were in the bath at the same time and they would, you know, okay, well, I'm going to count while she's doing that. And then you count while she's doing that. And then you do, you know, and it's, it's pretty amazing how when you start finding these tiny pockets of time, mm -hmm. that then you start to create pockets of time. Right. And so it's really pulling back and saying, how, how simple can we make this? Well, guess what? We can make it really simple, but it still matters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I work with tons of postpartum women. And oh my gosh, if you can just, as soon as that baby is born, get in the habit of every time you're going to feed the baby, whether you're nursing or bottle feeding, it doesn't matter. You're sitting in your chair and you take a deep breath and you roll your shoulders up back and down and you get your feet planted on the floor. So you take another breath and then you go, well, what you've done there is you've actually just oxygenated, oxygenated your body really well two times, which seems completely ridiculous and meaningless. <laughs> But most of us breathe in like the top, like, you know, 20 to 30% of our lungs. And you know how you've probably given your own kids the advice when they're getting all wired up, like, stop, take a breath, just breathe, right? Like we need to do that too. And oh, so establishing cues of if you have repetitive actions, like the new moms feeding the baby, you know, six, seven, eight times a day then you're just, you're just being nice to yourself a little bit at a time. And those little bits can really add up. That's great advice. You know, yeah. I, um, I, I, I laughed on Sunday. I think it was, I posted on my Facebook page. All right. I'm putting on my workout clothes. Maybe I'll actually be inspired to do this. And the, yeah. the responses were hilarious. Yeah. I did not actually do an official workout that day, although I was prepped and ready to go. But on Sundays, I do um, meal prep and plan meal. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do the planning because right. Samantha Rogers does it for me. I just yeah. uh, implement the meal prep right. and it takes me between three and four hours. Mm -hmm. So I put on some really fun music and, you know, I'll just kind of shimmy around the kitchen and dance a little here and there and maybe add in a couple, you know, whatever, but I figure I got to be getting something from dancing around the kitchen for well, three hours, right? <laughs> I mean, three hours, any time that you're on, just even just on your feet that long, yeah. um, your body is working so much harder than it is when you're sitting. I mean, you've probably seen scrolling across your Facebook, you know, sitting is the new smoking. Um, <laughs> uh -oh. And I mean, I've not and, seen and, that yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a lot of ways it is. We just, we have such a sedentary lifestyle and you know, we, we really abdicate a lot of the responsibility of our bodies to our furniture, right? How we always like sort of sit back and slump and all of this. Well, if we can remember the really basic things of, you know, breathing deeply and activating your um, diaphragm as you breathe, well, then that's going to engage your abdominal muscles. It's going to help you sit up straighter, which is going to keep you from getting, you know, that pain in the low back and everything's connected. And again, it's not about doing 
you know, a big hour long workout where you're going to go out and absolutely kill it, man. You know, it's really for most people making those tiny changes are the ones where they're going to see the biggest benefit and it's going to prevent them from getting injured if they do decide to go out and, you know, play weekend warrior, um, some kind of crazy workout. In case anybody well, I feel heard like any sudden um, deep breathing, that was me practicing me? taking a deep breath. I was like, look, <laughs> I was doing it the whole time. I, know, I, was, right? I feel like I'm sitting up straight. My yeah. shoulders are back. I'm pulling right? it in. Because when right. she first started talking, I was all like this. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I had put a, um, an article that, oh, shoot, I'm going to get it wrong, but I, I think it came out of like a, the Harvard Medical Review very, very recently that was talking about how, um, you know, your cells receive messages from your posture. Hmm. I mean, think about it. Like I used to play a game with my kids when they, when we were little and we'd like put up a mirror and we'd be like, okay, let's make a happy face. Let's make a sad face. Let's make an angry face and all this. And, you know, you change your body posture as you're doing that. And mm-hmm. so that, that link of emotion and your posture is like feeding information into your cells. So anyway, there was this whole like super awesome nerdy article about it. And I had put it in my Facebook group to share with them. Um, But, you know, I'd preloaded it and all this. And so there was a day when I was scrolling through Facebook and I'm like, you know, hunched over my laptop and I'm scrolling through and then there it was. And I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I better sit up. I better, I better, you know, put all that into practice. Um. Yeah. So, you know, nobody's perfect, but we're all here making changes, relentless forward motion. I have um, to give a shout out really quickly to Irina um, Chase. Oh, hold on. I don't want to jack up her last name. She's one of my dear friends. Why am I that? <laughs> As I, you know how you get used to um, Facebook names and you're like, oh, hold on. Is that her whole name or right. just her her, <laughs> her maiden name? Hold on. I'm going to find it. Because Irina right. Chase Miller. I thought so. The Miller, the Miller. Okay. Um, Irina Miller is a yoga instructor, but she does, and she works with moms and busy moms, and she does quick little um, videos that she puts out there. Um, and the one that she did the other day, she posted, I shared with everybody because it was just like a three minute happy shoulders mm-hmm. routine. And she's yeah. like, this is for all of you who are sitting in front of a computer. And it just like really helped to like open it up, open up and mm-hmm. stretch out. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this like a hundred times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I always get like, and right. then I get headaches and yeah. man, I'm going to be a hunchback. I don't want that. I yeah. don't want a lump. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. Yeah, and it's anyway. so, I mean, that's so common and you know, that's very typical for new moms as well. Cause they're spending so much of their lives with that cute little weight right in front of them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. right in their arms, pulling them forward. And, um, that rounded shoulders is something that, um, actually then that affects, it shortens your abdominals. Yes. So then once you get the shoulders fixed, then you have an abdominal pooch. So, you know, really trying oh. to keep, um, keep your body in balance is, you know, it's, it's so, so the hard. reason I have such a big gut is because I have bad posture. There you go. You know, okay. you know, start with the posture and I think you'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, you, um, oh, sorry, You're you, uh, <laughs> told us that running was your mean time. If running yeah. wasn't your mean time, what would we find you doing? Oh, um, gosh. So I also, um, I love to sew, which is like a nerdy granny hobby. Um, <laughs> no, that's a talent. But, um, no doubt. Yeah, no, it all, it all got started when my, um, oldest son, who's now he's, he's 13 and a half. He's 
taller than I am, which makes him at least five foot four. Um, and he's like 86 pounds. Oh he's gosh. like, he's like made of bird bones and he has this like absolutely teeny tiny waist. He and his six year old sister have about the same size waist. So when, you know, when he was like two and he was, you know, just like falling off the growth charts and I couldn't find clothes to fit him and all of this, I was like, Oh, well, you know, how hard can it be? I'll figure this out. I'll clothes. And I totally fell down that rabbit hole. And, um, you know, I know I, there were several years where I made all of my kids clothes, everything except their socks. I even made their underwear. Um, oh. like I got, I got totally, totally into it. I just got totally into it. Um, be, you know, I think part of it is that in, in a way, um, sewing, I told you that I have this architecture background and, um, sewing is a little bit like architecture because you're putting things together and it works in three dimensions and you're thinking of like color and balance and design and all of this. And so I think that it like really re-energized that part of my brain that I hadn't used for a while. Um, so I don't do that so much anymore, but I still do it for, you know, special occasions. I have this six-year-old daughter, um, who is, like other than the fact that she came out of my body we have nothing in common <laughs> like all she wants to do is wear dresses 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 frilly dresses it needs yes. more details i want more stuff on it <laughs> glitter everywhere right and um so i do still uh, make a lot of clothes for her because she oh gosh she loves it so much um, she would get along well with my seven-year-old. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's all the girly girl. I don't, I yeah. don't know where she came from either. I'm like, right? what? It's so weird. <laughs> but y'all, her sense of fashion, if I can, uh, yeah, she's right? either, she's either a trendsetter <laughs> or way out there this morning. Oh, she was right. so cute though. She wore, um, a Matilda Jane dress, which I don't know if right. Oh yeah, Texas yeah. Enough, oh yeah. But, you know, it's already all kinds of wild oh, colors and patterns. Patterns. Yeah. So she's got that, and then she yep. wore these leggings under it that were like, uh, I I'd equate them to like some of the Lularoe, like just crazy uh -huh. wild patterns, totally different color scheme, totally different everything. And then she's wearing her leopard print little ankle boots. Yes. Perfect. And I'm like, perfect. Wow. Yes. <laughs> you yes. are fancy. <laughs> yeah. My my only rule is that if she like comes around the corner into the kitchen in the morning and one time she came around and I actually burst out laughing. <laughs> that was when I knew we'd gone a little too far and maybe we made a slight alteration before going to school. But oh no, she, she just owns it and prances oh, through yeah. that school hallway mm -hmm. and people always too. say that. Oh wow, fancy, that's the word too. You look so fancy today. <laughs> Yes. I do, don't Fa I? Fancy is uh, the new bless your heart. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I love them. I love them. Yeah. I hope, you know what? I hope more than anything in the world that she maintains that self-confidence. Absolutely. And if that's the yes. way she still wants to dress when she's 38, then yeah, own it, girl. Own, own it. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Wow. Well, you have provided a lot of great information to us today. So uh, where can people come to find you for more tips on balancing life with fitness and nutrition? Yeah, well, my um, website is www.balancepft, like personal fitness training, 
www.thelaughlinesmartcoach.com. And there you can find links to my um, online school where I have all sorts of um, different courses that people can take. I have a free five-day fit and fitness challenge um, that really helps you to do those mind shifts like we were talking mm -hmm. about earlier um, to help find those tiny moments of time during your day. And to there's a whole self-assessment in there to help you figure out what is it that you enjoy that you might be doing. Um, so that's there. I have a virtual boot camp, which is um, six weeks of three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. A uh, workout lands right in your inbox that you nice. can do at home in less than 30 minutes using only the most basic of equipment. Some of the workouts don't use anything but your body. Nice. Um, and they're all really designed for busy moms. Awesome. Um, I've been there. I am there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, what do you mean you've been there? there you're I, still there. I there. Um, but, you know, I've, I've worked with women for um, almost 10 years now doing this. This was supposed to be kind of like a hobby job I did till my kids went to school. Um, but I really fell in love with it. And I fell in love with the women who I work with and seeing them make the connections of, oh, wait, I actually, you know what? It feels good to feel good, yeah. which yeah. is so basic, but oh my gosh, we get lost in that so bad. Um, so I've just developed a whole different suite of programs um, for women to go and um, try to feel better. It's really that simple. I love it. I feel better just sitting here with my shoulders back and breathing deeply <laughs> yeah. through it. So I got, I got a lot of... Um, of stuff to heave up though, so I'm not <laughs> sure how long I can sit in this position at this yeah. point, but hopefully those lower back muscles will grow well, stronger. Because okay, you're going to get up and move in a few minutes anyway, yeah, you don't right. want to be sitting, that right? right. There you go. That's right. Well, thanks, Karen. This has been a lot of fun and very informational. Well, I enjoyed talking with y'all. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Thank you. You too.